The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock Podcast. This is the match review of Arsenal 4, Leeds United 2. My name's Adonis and you know me as at the Adelites on Twitter. And it's a uh, somewhat of a good hello from me. And joining us today is Barney at Barney underscore 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 21. All right. <laughs> yep. And at Sam Ward LUFC. Now then. All right, Sam. Hello. Fuck off, London. So 1,163 days, um, probably 1,164 days when, by the time you hear this, that we haven't won in London. Barney, are you going to change your Twitter tag? Uh, because underscore, underscore, underscore 21, it, it feels like you've done it deliberately to me. <laughs> I've not really thought of it, to be honest. I can do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was there a reason you went for so many underscores? Because I wanted to put Barney in, and it wasn't. And every time I put Barney in, I had to put another underscore in because it had already been used. The uh, the Twitter name, so I had to. So next time I get suspended again, I have to go underscore 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 underscore. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, go. You don't have to. You do really don't have to do it for me. If you've got some attachment to all those underscores, um, yes, uh, we weren't. Uh, the the game wasn't full of underscores. It was overscoring in some ways and too much from Arsenal. Um, we're never going to win games where we concede four goals, are we? So um, first thoughts, then I guess Sam will go. Um, I don't know. I can always tell in, in the first few minutes with Leeds. I don't know about you two. Um, you can always tell in the first few minutes what sort of leads are turning up. If it's the passing sloppy from the off, it just tends to be that's how we're going to play. And it was like that today. They were on top of us, like, but for the first 10 15, weren't they? Um, yeah, it's, just, it's shit, isn't it? But I think in a day when we don't make that many mistakes so early on or in the first half, because we've second half, we won that, didn't we? We won the second half 2-1. That's what I'm taking out of it. <laughs> um, yeah, we won the award yeah, that's for the it. second half. That's it, man. Yeah. That's all we need. There was that, I remember the trophy presentation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you know. Rad, Rad Rizani came out with the cup. <laughs> and um, <laughs> there was Liam Cooper, you know, <laughs> thanking his mum. <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't know. It's annoying, isn't it? In, to be honest, there was a part in the second half, I think it was after their fourth goal, I completely just sort of started going on my phone, was hardly watching it. I thought, we're not coming back from this. But second half was a lot better. But we just gave ourselves way too much, didn't we? You know, you can't, like you say, 4 nil down, the game's done then, isn't it? But, you know, we, we did we did come back. And positives to take, like now Huggins, I thought his, his uh, debut was brilliant. Uh, I thought even Tyler Roberts coming on. There is positives in there. You've just got to dig, dig that back down through the shit to find them. Okay, Barney, first thoughts? Just didn't get going. Just couldn't get a couple of passes together. We just couldn't get into our rhythm. And I I mean, I said in the group chat, we're playing a really poor Arsenal side. Yeah, they have got some really good players, but we they they, they were a different Arsenal today from what we when we played them at Ellen Road. We just could not get going. I think you're right, Sam. Sometimes in the first 10, 15 minutes, you sort of get a feeling how this, this game is going to go. Barney? 
Are you sponsored by a certain company that sell um, football club type merchandise? I'm not sponsored by them, but I'm wearing the hoodie. Yeah, is that all right? <laughs> do, do, do you want me to take it off? Well, it suit the red light that you've got. <laughs> I look like one you've of those been... ladies in Austria. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the red well, light that's district. Amsterdam. You're thinking of? <laughs> you're in the window. <laughs> We're on the clock here. We better be quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's expensive. Isn't it? <laughs> Um, what do you oh, reckon, Donny? Um, yeah, I knew. Uh, it, I was kind of confident in the week, um, in like leading up to this game because we've been playing so well previous previously, like the last three games. Um, you know, th- there was this whole thing of, with the angry Newcastle match review where I was like, "Where's my team gone?" And the last three games, and even parts of this game that we've we've returned but as soon as i saw that pepe and willian were on the bench for them and he was playing abamyang through the middle i thought oh dear this isn't going to end very well and and basically abamyang and i think it was saka were were kind of like they're two up front at times and they kept kind of changing their formation so at times they would be they would have two up front and whenever we face a team with two up front, then we have to kind of shift to a three-three-one-three, and um, it wasn't. We weren't doing that, so it ended up with um, Saka and Abamyang kind of marking or just standing off Cooper and Ailing. And I just, I'm not convinced by Ailing at centre back. He plays brilliantly because it's Ailing. He'll do a job there because he's um, an amazing utility player. I'm not convinced by Strauch at a defensive midfielder. He is nowhere near the level Phillips is. Nowhere near it. Like right, yeah, he's not a bad player. He's not bad, you know. Nah. But we're used to Calvin there, who's you know probably the best English defensive midfielder. Yeah. So the the golfing class just completely unbalanced us, and I, I think that was a mistake from Bielsa. He doesn't do it very often, but I mean, sometimes did he make a mistake? Yeah, I, th- I think you've got to question it a bit. You know, sometimes he overthinks something. Where for me, I would have kept striking the back four because they seem quite settled and are actually getting some good performances. there. clean sheet last game. And then to move it around again, and like you say, Erling out of position, and then everyone else starts going out of position. I would have just put Dallas or Click even in the defensive midfield role and have Shackleton in, in further front in midfield. I think I think he overthought it, and yeah, in a way, unsettling us that much. So I think cost it a bit today. But you, you know, you, you, you're allowed to ask questions of Bielsa. You know, he's you know he, he does get it wrong sometimes. I think his selection was yeah for me anyway was a, was a bit wrong today. I think there's a difference between like like open criticism and yeah. questioning. Yeah. Um. And obviously, you can't like everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that doesn't negate the what what he's done for yeah, us. Yeah, still a mistake. He does for yeah. us. You know, it's yeah. like if you criticize someone, it doesn't mean that you want them to get the fuck out. No. Um. But on the other hand, Costa has he shown anything? To deserve another chance from the the bench, 
when he came on, I thought if Costa's the answer, I, I thought we 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 fucked already, aren't we? But um, I saw the abuse on Twitter saying he's shit, and that's when you go when you go about your criticism. That's not really insight into what a player is just by putting he's shit. But he scored, and there was one time when he was running into he came off the wing running into the midfield, and there was a player an Arsenal player next to him, and he actually showed a bit of strength for once, where usually he's that's quite true. weak and he'll fall yeah, over. Um, so and then he, he seemed to. I don't know if it was me, but he seemed to link up really well with Tyler Roberts today. And I think maybe that's because they've been playing together in the under-23. So you, you saw that partnership with them. But, I mean, he's no Harrison, is he? He's no Harrison that will just run run all day. He'll track back all day. I just, I don't know. I think you could give him a chance again if we needed, needed him off the bench. But I don't think he's a star. Definitely not. No way. Sam? No, yeah, I, I agree as well. Yeah, like when he come on, you think, "Fucking hell!" You, I thought he was crying out for a, a bit of Pablo, to be honest. But um, yeah, he, like you said, he scored. Um, you know, that's that's got a yes, yeah, it's, it's a good thing that he scored. You know, but for me, yeah, like Barry said, he's he's not a starter. But you know, if he's going to come off the bench and affect games, you know, Tyler Roberts earlier on in the season, he st- he didn't come off the bench and he he wasn't affecting games, and now he's started to do that. Maybe we'll see that from Costa, and that's a good thing. But yeah, he's he's yeah he, he's he's a bench player for me. Yeah, it's yeah, he's what it is, isn't it? With him, I think we also had to do something at half time because we were losing three nil. Yeah, <laughs> but I just didn't feel that Costa was the answer. No, Every time think... he's come off the bench recently, he's done really poorly. And within minutes, I think, of the second half starting, he's tackled Roberts, essentially, taking the ball off him. Didn't really tackle him, but he, he took the ball. He took control of that situation. Okay, you never take control of the ball if you're running at your own goal with two men on you. And I, I blame Roberts as well for that because he should have said, no, this is mine, get the fuck out of the way. Um, and then and then passed it to, I think, Dallas or Click was free. Completely free. Um, but instead, Roberts got out of the way and gone, oh, you can have it, Costa. And now the guy who was um, tracking Roberts and the two guys who were tracking Costa are all tracking Costa's because so Costa's got three men on him. <laughs> and then uh, I think the guy who was tracking um, Roberts was Smith Rowe. And so Costa just gives it to Smith Rowe, of course. Of course he does. The thing is, though, when know, the subs the came move. on, when the subs came on, we did see sort of a difference attacking-wise and we did get some sort of passes together. But for me, it was more defensively. I mean, I mean, I, I when you were saying about Pascal in midfield, I can see him playing in midfield once he gets going. He's got a hell of a lot of um, time in front of him. I just think that it took Phillips to get to that stage of his career under Bielsa quite a while as well. And he was making mistakes in his first few games when he started in that position as well. But I, I don't know. I just think sometimes, I think you're right, just Bielsa just overthinks things sometimes. Mm. It works sometimes. That's the thing. Yeah, that's, yeah. How, that's why it's mad. Because sometimes you think, what the fuck's he doing here? And then next thing, actually, fucking hell, that was awesome. Why didn't we think of that before? Mm. Yeah. But every now and then there's just these kind of 
mad decisions that don't really make any sense. Like, is he brown coming on, you know, in the playoff? Desperation, I want it. <laughs> yeah, but desperation in a in a weird way, like, that's never going to work. He's probably, <laughs> yeah. The way he thinks, he's probably like, this is so crazy, it, it could work, or, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Melier, would we prefer if he was a little bit quicker on the ball? <laughs> yeah, it was been in danger of doing that for a while now, hasn't he? You know, like there's been so many times where he's got out a journey, you think, fuck, that was close. But it was a matter of time before it was going to happen. And yeah, it's a shame for him. And after that, his confidence got knocked. I mean, get, did he get beat both times at his near post? Um, and especially the third, their third, um, yeah, it's, it's just annoying, isn't it? Um, but yeah, if, if that's unfortunately he's a keeper. If you if you have an off day and you lose your confidence early on, you're going to ship goals, aren't you? Um, but yeah. okay, so let's talk about the goals then. So Abamian got the ball and he put it in between Cooper and Ailing. I think he was unsighted as well, wasn't he? I think he, he his, block, his view was blocked by the looks of it. Hmm. And then Aubameyang goal, and then there was a correct VAR decision. Yes, very correct. No, no, didn't matter in the end. But what he did was he sort of pickaxed his foot, his toe into the ground, and tripped himself over. <laughs> <laughs> he was high five him, was... after as well, he was like, oh, I asked, I've got a good penner for their for their lads, and then nah, it was wasn't at all, was it? Mm. Nice to see VAR working though, and that's what it's you know them decisions is like yeah that's actually you know that's that's helped us out which is nice and it's nice to see it working and implemented correctly. Yeah, and then there was the Bellerin goal, which was at his near post. Yeah, it was just too easy that one, wasn't it? it? Far too easy. Couple Mm. of passes, Bellerin was in, got goal. Far too easy. Mm. It was just it was no there was no pressing. With that goal as well, it was all a little bit too static from the Leeds players to let that happen. Yeah, he just sort of seemed to just float in between everyone, didn't he, do Bellerin, and just sort of just find the randomly. I don't think he even meant to get that bit of space. He just sort of found himself in that space and then, you know, presented a, a scoring opportunity. But by then, I think Melier's confidence was completely shot. And, you know, I think he should have said, definitely saved that goal, definitely. I think that Arsenal scored potentially two of the, two of those goals against, you know, even some of the best players in the world um, and the best teams in the world. And I think that, yeah, we just, we should always kind of take everything with a little bit of, with a little bit of salt, you know, with a pinch of salt. Because we're here in the, in the Premier League and I know that Arsenal aren't having a good season, but they are, they're a good team. And... It it's gonna take a little. It's taking a little while for Arteta, but I I it seems like he's worked out that Willian and Pepe are not doing his team any favors because the rest of the players, the rest of the Arsenal players are having to carry them because they don't work as hard. And he, yeah, he's finally playing Aubameyang through the middle, um, and Aubameyang is one of the best strikers in the world. I mean, if you if you wanted to buy him, that would be a, a lot of money, like 80 million, 100 yeah, million or something. Yeah, probably about 100, you know? I'd say, yeah. That first goal, I think he can score that, that goal against anyone, against Barcelona or anyone. So 
I know that we hate to concede goals, and I know that Arsenal being shit is a meme this season, but they are a good team that with good players. Um, obviously, the penalty <laughs> didn't need to happen. I think somebody needs to have a word with him and just say, you know, you've got a great temperament for a goalkeeper. It's the, exactly what we needed after Kiko, just somebody who's calm. But you're being too lackadaisical when you've got the ball. And you fucking twat it. (laughs) Yeah. Pick a player. Oh, I can't find a player. Oh, I'm being closed down. Fucking twat it. Boom. Gone. Yeah. I think that's the problem, though. I think someone did have a word with him. I think he probably shared a room with Kiko the night last night. And this is how he's come out today. He thought Kiko would do this. Kiko told me to do that. (laughs) I did. It was all very. It was all very Kiko. Kiko some of the mistakes and some of the goals that he let in today. and But the thing yeah. is, though, a lot of people say being a goalkeeper, you've got to be have a bit of a mad mad moment in the game, haven't you? You've got to be mad to be a goalkeeper anyway. And hopefully mm. he's got that out of his system now and we'll go on to the next game and he won't make those shit mistakes again. So that was the first half. And at the, it was 3-0 at half time, And we were all thinking, well, don't really want to do a match review today. And then the second half was a lot better, wasn't it? Um, so that mad Costa moment aside, we've won that second half quite comfortably, I think. We haven't really looked under threat from them. And we've scored a header at a corner. Brilliant header as well. Brilliant header. Um, yeah, I was, I was absolutely buzzing that we scored from a corner, to be honest. Um, but Strock's just about our only um, aerial threat, really. I know Cooper can get on the end of it sometimes, but I think that's good for him as well, because after missing them few against Palace, um, yeah, he's, he needed to score one of them headers. But yeah, he did really well. I think he beat off, was it David Luiz? And then just got an absolute bullet in there. Yeah, it was good. He beat him off. See him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't know, expecting you know when, that you, you know before a corner and the jostling he just did a bit of beating off and then yeah that's how he that's, put him off that's kind of him <laughs> that'll put you off you definitely have less energy after that wouldn't you yeah. you wouldn't be expecting it either surprise VAR didn't pick it up yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's a powerful run isn't it it's a yeah, powerful it run and he's watched it all the way onto his head and he's powered it in to the back of the goal and it's kind of hit the back of the goal with a with a bounce and bounce back that's how kind of perfect it was so that was good that was a good thing that happened and then costa um played a nice uh nice little one two i think it was with um with with the roberts vindicating bielsa's substitutions and it was a tapping <laughs> in the end um we could have scored more goals they could have scored more goals. Um, there was one point where Cooper decided that um, four wasn't enough, so he gave them the ball, and then and that led to Aubameyang hitting the crossbar, I think it was. Oh, fuck yeah, that was close, wasn't it? Mm. it it's just one of those games, isn't it, where it's just nothing works at all. Second half, we seem to get a few passes together. We, we seem to have a bit more energy in midfield, a bit more energy going forward. But, I mean, Bamford was just feeding on on scraps today um, from from Rafinha. Um, Rafinha was not entirely on it either in the game, I didn't think, in my opinion. Um, 
it's just yeah, just I don't really know what else to say about the game. Oh, to be honest. It was, it's hard, isn't it? I, I, just, think, I think Tyler coming on, I think he did well. Um, he really impressed me coming on. He, he was quite you know important how we um, how we were attacking. But yeah, what could you say? I never really felt like we were going to properly come back. It was just nice to not make it embarrassing and to not concede, not really. But um, there's, there is positives to take out. There is, there definitely is. And you've, you know, you've, like you say, we won that second half. So London curse is done now, isn't it? You know but, what it reminds uh, me of? It it reminds me of that three-two away at Villa Park when Popey was like, uh, you know. Warrington defends his title and leads a top of the league or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Happy Christmas. Um, and it's the complete opposite of that, isn't it? War- Warrington gets beaten, beaten up mercilessly by a Mexican um, who had the shittest walk-on music I've ever, I've, oh, I've ever heard. <laughs> It wasn't intimidating music, was it? But that was in London. It as really well, wasn't, wasn't it? at all. <laughs> Maybe that's the point. Uh, well, that was in London as well, the fight. And you just knew, yeah. you just knew as, soon as, as soon as you lost, I was like, yeah, I can't see who's getting belt from tomorrow. <laughs> um, is that it? Have we done? Uh... Have we finished? I think one positive for me was Huggins. Um, yeah, hopefully, so, hopefully yeah. everyone's been listening to the Eve Pod and Michael and Rob have been talking about Huggins in the recent their recent pod about him. But I thought when he came on, I thought, "Look, you know, why are we bringing him on? Is it at the right time to bring up on a first appearance for a player losing four mm. nil against Arsenal?" But I thought he put a right a right shift in. He looked really composed on the ball, just really mature as well. I just did, yeah. really impressed, really Sorry. impressed with him. Slotted in really well as well. Like you say, coming four 0 down against Arsenal away, what a hell! You know, it's a hell of a game to come on. And yeah, like you say, you just straight into the tempo, and yeah, he was yeah dead impressive. And that's a that's a huge thing for him to to come on, and he's just going to get more confidence than that for sure. Even though we lost, that is a huge huge positive for me. Yeah, it was brilliant. And if you haven't seen the Niall Huggins uh, player profile that we've done, uh, you can check it out on our YouTube channel or in your podcast player. Um, so <laughs> I feel like uh, I just want to put an end to this. <laughs> it's, uh, it feels like this this match review feels like a horse that's broken its leg, and uh, you know, and got cancer. And <laughs> the best thing to do is to shoot it, shoot it in the head. It's the only thing to do, isn't it? Just shoot it, yeah. get a bolt gun, shoot to the head. Fuck. I've just seen an interesting stat there. Uh, Leeds have conceded three or more goals in all of our London away games this season. Brilliant, man. Okay. <laughs> just to end on a positive. Brilliant. <laughs> Full them away, can't wait. <laughs> I think... If 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 the if the curse London curse is going to be broken at any moment, it's it's going to have to be Fulham or West Ham, isn't it? Copy, ain't it? Fulham is shit, aren't they? I mean, the London Stadium. Oh yeah, I'd love I'd love to beat West Ham. And You'd hope so. They're fucking bubbles. I hate them. Absolutely hate them. <laughs> Well, do you? Your face, you do. Oh, yeah. What's this irrational hate. hate of West Ham? Why do you hate West I've, Ham? I've always hated West Ham. They've always thought there's someone else. That they're like a really top London team with a not. They're just shit. They're just a shit East London team. Really? That should pipe, that should pipe down. 
Yeah. <laughs> there should be. They've always been getting relegated. Which West Ham fans have you been talking to? I just don't like them. Just I don't know never... a single West Ham fan who 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 thinks that they're good. They all recognise that their team is shit and that they're never going to do anything. And Julian Dix as well. What a dickhead. How, how he became a professional footballer, I do not know. Maybe he's related to um, maybe he's related to Frank Lampard. Everybody else is. <laughs> yeah, they are. Oh, he's married into Harry Redknapp's family. <laughs> Who knows? But joking aside, though, I mean, Click in his uh, pre pre match um, interview, he says, "Yeah, the players know that we're not we don't win in London. It must be there must be some something they need to do." Because surely when, when that first goal went in and the second goal went in, they must think, I just what 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 are we meant to do to win in London? It's not a joke anymore. It's it's no. quite there's something not quite right. What is it with, with is it you know when you used to go abroad and you weren't allowed to drink the water? Do you think <laughs> they're drinking the water in London and something happens to them? To be fair, or, London tap water is how many times just how many times have we been here, Barney? This season yeah. alone, yeah. talking about yeah. this, how many things have we postulated already? <laughs> Is that the right word? Postulated. <laughs> I like the word. <laughs> Here we I go. Like the word. Yeah. Suggest or assume the existence, fact or truth of something. There you go. Um, so, how how many answers, possible explanations, have we postulated this season? <laughs> Been for everyone. Fuck me. <laughs> Just about. I've got no want. idea. No idea. Um, but what I can tell you is that Arsenal played us very well, and so did Chelsea. Um, I, oh, and Spurs, Spurs were always going to were always going to beat us because they also sit back. Chelsea sat back. Um, Arsenal did the opposite. They pressed. they they were high pressed, and they made it very very difficult for us to play out from the back. And so we were just playing long balls from the centre backs to the wingers or, or midfielders to try and uh, get something happening. But whenever that happens, the, it's usually because Phillips is out <laughs> or, you know, or, or Click and Dallas aren't dropping back to collect the ball and, and make things moving. Another player who drops back and collects the ball and gets things moving out from the back is Pablo Hernandez. Yeah, he really does, doesn't he? He wants to get on the ball straight away, doesn't he? But like you said then about about Strauch, um, I was seeing when when Cooper or Ailing had the ball coming out from centre back, he just didn't seem to have the sort of make the option like like Phillips would. Phillips would almost be in between them as a third centre back. But when when they were running forward with the ball, I was expecting Strauch to be there and have that option. And I feel like them sort of triangles that we use to play out are important to us. But Strauch, obviously, he's he's not a defensive midfielder, but he just didn't seem to create them options for them. So we were, like you say, just blobbing it long. Um, but usually there's, like you say, Phillips there and we can sort of play around the press. And But it just wasn't like that today. But yeah, like you say, no Phillips. It's going to... We don't have a replacement for him and maybe that's what we look at in the summer is is, is getting someone who, you know, if Phillips is injured, because he does, he does have a few injuries in him, doesn't he? And, you know, the odd yellow card and red card, um, you know, maybe it is something that they're thinking of in summer, but... Another thing that I noticed was, so that was when we had the ball trying to play out from the back. Another thing that I noticed when we didn't have the ball is this man marking system sometimes doesn't help us out because 
Um, Saka, for example, was drifting infield, starting out wide and drifting infield, and Dallas would follow him. And you, that's where you have our three men as well. So then you've got you know our two centre backs, <laughs> Dallas with Saka, and this huge fucking space on our left flank where our left back would be if we were playing zonally. And um, that's where I think that's probably how Bellerin um, got in for their for their goal. And they were they were down. They were through clean on that that side of the pitch a number of times because of that. Yeah, I know. And, and that was something that they he did very well. I thought. Yeah, you notice it. It just, just seems to sometimes be huge, huge gaps in that left, um, you know, in the left back position, and they were exploiting that to the max, weren't they? But you mentioned Saka there, Donny. I think he was he was really good for them, and he what he does really well is he's quite a small lad, but he uses his strength really well and gets in between the ball and the you know the our player. He gets he does that really really well. He did that sort for the penalty. He just got into an awkward space, but yeah, he made life difficult for us today. And he's a how was he eighteen nineteen? He's oh, Hell of a player. He's got a hell of a career ahead of him, hasn't he? But yeah, he, he won't be a he won't be an arsehole though, will he? <laughs> no, probably, no, probably sell him in a season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Rafinha is man of the match for everybody. <laughs> the only one who was doing anything. Yeah, is that all right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, magic. I mean, any any magic moments? I guess the Strauch header. Yeah, I quite enjoyed. Right. When... So th- is that it then? Final thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Final thoughts Final then. Thought. Final thoughts, Sam? You want to say something? Final thoughts? Wrap it up. <laughs> Final thoughts. Hey. Shit. Done. <laughs> okay. Barney? Just silly mistakes costed us again. I'm, I fucking hate London. I hate, yeah. hate the place. They should just have their own little separate league there. Because no one else cares about mm. London, really. And they're, they're little shitty clubs. So just a separate league. Mm. And it would be fine. Yeah, Sorry. you go there and everybody's fucking in a foul, god-awful mood. <laughs> they don't say hi to you. There's none of that, you know. They they won't help you out, you know. They won't talk to you. They just don't even look at you. You get on the you get on the underground and you just sit there and everybody's fucking doing their own thing. Miserable as fuck. Like, welcome welcome to Britain. Tourist, you know? <laughs> yeah. and then and then you go to um you go up to Leeds and you know and there's some sweet old dear selling a newspaper or something. You all right, love? <laughs> you all right? You doing okay? Do you need anything? You all right? You know where you're going? Yeah, you know. As soon as you step off the bus, there's people <laughs> falling over each other to try and help you out. <laughs> so if you've um enjoyed this miserable fucking. Uh, dirge of a podcast um why not click subscribe and all that you know um over on youtube we premiere these podcasts and we actually do have like a, a nice little community going there's there's um lee smith who else is there soft southern bastard see you nova um there's there's loads of them I can't. I'm sorry. I'll. I will do a proper shout out to to everybody who normally comes on the chat. What that does, if you're listening on the podcast and you don't you you don't know it, um, basically it means that we kind of all watch along and there's a little chat and and we will we will interact with you and talk to you. So if that if you want to talk to us, if you, you want to have an interaction, if you want to take this 
podcasting business to the next level. Um, so it's not just all one way. Um, and you can talk to us. Then get on get onto YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel. So we'll be back with a match preview and a main cast and loads of fun stuff. Um, and hopefully some more cheery match reviews to bring you. So um, thank you very much for listening. It's a very good bye from me. You can check me at The Other Lights on Twitter. And joining us tonight was Barney. You can check him at Barney underscore 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 21. Thank you very much. And at Sam Ward LUFC was here too. Goodbye, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, that's right. Valentine's Day. Well, let me tell you, dear listener, we love you. We love you. And all the thousands of you who've been listening to us, it's been absolutely overwhelming. So if nobody else does, if nobody else loves you, you can get in touch with me and I'll give you a big (laughs) smooch. (laughs) That was your match review. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. (laughs)